Questions, please. Yes. Good evening. Good to see you. My question is in regards to the verse in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Um, I don't know the Sanskrit, but it's in regards to Raghunuga Bhakti saying uh, one follows in the footsteps of the Brajbhasis in the Siddha Deha and also the Sadaka Deha. Um, so I generally understood that is following in the footsteps of uh, obviously one of the paternal identities of the Brajbhasis and also in the Sadaka Deha with Rupa Goswami, Sanatya Goswami, Sadaka, their Sadaka forms. Um, so, in regards to that, is there any connection between that and, say, for instance, following after the footsteps of uh, Sadaka and Braj, say, for instance, Sridham or Sudam? And some of the their Goralila identities, they're not, I guess you could say, not exactly like, a, like for instance, Abhiram Thakur, like, is that verse <coughs> at all connected to someone like Abhiram Thakur, or is it just because that was seemingly very difficult, or... Is there, who doesn't understand the question? Raise your hand. Okay, so I'll first I'll explain the question. Okay. That's half the class. <laughs> and by then you'll probably know the answer now. So, so... So the question is that um, Rupa Goswami in Bhaktarasamrita Sindhu, he has a section of verses in which he explains what he refers to as Raganuga Bhakti. This is in the section uh, about sadhana. Sadhana means bhakti in practice. We have sadhana bhakti, bhava bhakti, and Prema Bhakti. So the uh, Sadhana Bhakti is the practicing practicing stage, and in that stage, the emotive component of Bhakti it has both an active and an impo and, and an emotive component. The emotive component is not uh, driving uh, the practice of, for example, hearing, chanting, hmm, different angas of Bhakti. But rather, what's driving the practice is the example of one's guru, sadhus, that through whom one has gathered faith. Hmm? And faith is, is the animating principle in life in general. Hmm? If you have faith in something, you can proceed. If you have doubt about it, well, you're going you're gonna to hesitate. So, um, 
uh, of course, there's all kinds of faith, but this is faith imbibed from Sadhu Sangha. So this is transcendental faith. You know, in the Gita, it's described that there's three types of faith. In the Bhagavatam, it's described there are four. So the fourth, uh, uh, Krishna says, is faith in me. Hmm? And that's Nirguna. So this comes from those who have that and are animated accordingly by that faith to engage in activities that constitute bhakti, right? So the birth of bhakti is, let us say, the birth of bhakti is sadhusanga, sadhusanga, right? And what is sadhusanga? That is an anga of bhakti. So bhakti comes from bhakti. Hmm. It's not something you can get somewhere else. Hmm. Uh, nothing can cause bhakti other than bhakti. If it did, it would be superior to bhakti. Hmm. Bhakti, it's worth noting, is not uh, the endeavor we make with dedication um, in some uh, field within this world. It's not dedication to our parents, to our children. It's not devotion to my work, my hobby. Hmm? Um, uh, and so forth. Hmm? It is that which drives the, the Leela of Krishna. Hmm? Um, the uh, Shrimati Radharani is sometimes referred to as Bhakti Devi, the very goddess of Bhakti. Hmm? And there's a little bit of Radha, as they sometimes say, in every devotee, Ladini. So, so in the Gita we find, in the ninth chapter, Krishna says, he describes a Mahatma, a great soul, and he's just distinguishes him or her from other types of worshippers that he's also mentioning in that section of the ninth chapter. And about the Mahatma, he says, Mahatma Nastumam Partadaivim Prakutimashrita. That Mahatma, she or he, is moving in this world under the Daivim Prakritim. Prakriti means nature. Daivim means divine. This means Krishna's illuminating enlightening shakti not his obscuring and uh, uh, bewildering shakti the maya shakti there's maya shakti and then there's swarup shakti or use Prabhupada's terminology there's the external energy and there's the internal energy hmm? so the just like the external energy is driving the our movements in this world hmm? the, the gunas for example are um, um, the uh, mechanism for that right so there is in the in in the leela of krishna the driving energy is this swarup shakti hmm? and god is for us Krishna and his Sarup Shakti. Because you can't have one without the other. 
You can't have a moon without its shine. You can't have love without the object of love. You can't have the object of love without love. So the two. Radha Krishna Pranai Vikriti Ladini Shaktarasmad Surabdhamadar explains hmm, this is Beda Beda Chinti Beda Beda the oneness and difference between Shakti and Shakti Man interpenetrating one another so Krishna is always in the embrace of his Surup Shakti if we were to have a manifestation of the Godhead in which the Surup Shakti was not present functioning we would call it Brahman. What is the distinction between Krishna and Brahman? Brahman is undifferentiated, hmm? uh, indeterminate. You all understand that, right? And Krishna is determinate. He has distinct qualities, hmm? complexion, hmm? uh, activities, shape what is the cause in the shape that is the Surup Shakti its presence and so Krishna appears slightly different to devotees who's under the who's who, who under the Influence of the Sarup Shakti may be different. It may be a Sakya influence. It may be a Madhuri influence. It may be a Yashoda influence. Actually, influence. It, it may be a Vaikuntha influence. Hmm? Right? And so, under that influence, and that uh, love, hmm? then Bhagawan is going to appear in a way that corresponds with that. Hmm? To give an example of what I'm speaking about, what do we find in Gita Govinda? Krishna left the Rasalila. Hmm? Gopi searched after him. This is this is in the Gita Govinda. This is the Rasalila every night. This is different than the Sard Punim, which I think is, starts tomorrow with Karti Kartik Vrat, Kijai. All right. So, <laughs> and, and uh, Gopis came uh, looking for him, hmm? and they showed his. He was able to manifest a four-armed form and said, "He went that way." Well, forearmed, but but when Radha appeared before him and and he tried to show the forearms, he couldn't show the forearms. He couldn't he couldn't manifest them. Such was our Madhuri above. Hmm. Hmm. Who who is Swayam Bhagavan? The one standing next to Radha. Hmm. Right. So so uh, the Swarup Shakti is a. Uh, uh, just like the modes of nature, someone may be under the influence of Sat, Sat Tamagun, or we say in Varnashram, for example, which is a conditioned um, status, 
varnas and the ashrams. We have uh, uh, sattvic influence, the brahmins. We have the rajasic influence. And they see the world in a particular way. And they function accordingly. Right? We have the vaishas, the combination of rajas and tamas and the sudras, combination or tamas. And they all see the world differently. And we've got a lot of in-betweens. Right? Mm, so many. So, you think of the spiritual world is, 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 is similar. Hmm? And what is it we find there? The Sarup Shakti has three elements too, just like the material nature has Rajas, Sattvic, Sattva, and Tamas. What does it have? Sandini, Samvit, Ladini. Hmm? Hmm? And the combination of Samvit and Ladini, a particular combination of knowing and a corresponding ecstasy, Loving hmm? for different rasas and within the rasas, different nuances and so forth. You have different combinations of the uh, ladini and 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 uh, sambit shakti. Sambit, you know, like I know that I'm the friend of Krishna, and then ladini. Means actually means love, so there's loves in a certain in a certain way, for example. Mm-hmm. So again, Krishna says that while in this world everyone is moving under the influence of the Maya Shakti, it's obscuring the, the nature of themselves, their potential, and so forth. In the spiritual world, we have the the, the, just the opposite. It's illuminating. Krishna says in the Gita oh, several times, this is one such. The nature of the places, there's no need for sun, there's no need for moon, light, there's no need for fire. All these are examples of uh, illuminating influences, without which in this world, well, the lights would go off. It would be darker than it, than it is already. Right? So he says, when he says there's no need for these things, it means it is self-luminous. There's no ignorance there. Earlier in the Gita, he distinguishes my planet, he says, from every other planet, including... The Brahma planet, hmm? which you could see. My planet you can't see unless I show it to you. But you could see the the, the Brahma Loka. And Abrahma Bhuvana Loka, Punaravartinu Arjuna, Mamu Petitakonte, Punarjanmana Petite. The difference, he says, between my planet and every other planet is my planet there's no there's no there's no falling, there's no coming back, there's no there's no birth and death. Hmm? Whoever lives there lives there forever. They're illumined. Hmm? That's the kind of place we want to go. That's the, one of the motivating factors, to be, to be sure. Hmm? I mean, we repeatedly teach that if you can acquire something here hmm, by which you think you'll become happy and if that acquisition, maybe it's maybe it's in a state, 
with high walls and nice dog and uh, and so and so many things and uh, and and you like it hmm? well the teaching is and it's it's true you can't keep it hmm? you can't keep it no matter how protective it is it itself the protector will disappear and so you yourself and self that, that with it, that you think needs protection as well hmm? So we don't want to go to a place where, where you can't you can't stay, right? So it's an important point that our goal should be eternal. It's not like any goal, anything that we acquire in this world. That's what uh, is stated in Chaitanya Charitamrita when it's Krishna said when when Kaviraj Goswami says what? Nityasiddha Krishna Prem Sadhuka Bunai. It's not like anything in this world that you endeavor and 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 then it, you get it. It wasn't there, and you, by your endeavor, you created it. No, it's already existing. And what's already existing? Prem. Nidhisthira Krishna Prem. It's existing, and it's existing in those ragatmikas, Sridham you mentioned, Sudam. Radhika, Nanda, Yashoda, they are the embodiments of this. Hmm? So to go there, as the question is about, we had, we, we, is to follow that ideal, that kind of love that we see, that corresponds with who Krishna is. He corresponds, as we said earlier, with that kind of love. So to follow him means to to serve him like, like they do. Hmm? And of course, they, they are they are described as anadi samskar. They have impressions, perfect impressions that have no beginning for loving Krishna. Hmm? Right. So the, the, so those those they're very special. They are. Uh, constituted of Krishna's internal energy, his sarup shakti, which is one with him, right? One and different, but more one than different, because without the sarup shakti, there's no Krishna. Without Radha, there's no Krishna. Hmm? Without me, he could be. <laughs> without us, he could be. Hmm? As Chaitanya Charitamrita explains, hmm? Sankarshan Shab Ma Sankarshan Sab Jibera Ashrai. Ma Sankarshan is the shelter, it's the Tatastakyam. There is Ekshakti Tatastakyam. Its name is Tatasta. And Ma Sankarshan is the shelter of that. And that ma, so that ma sankarshan manifesting jivas, hmm, tatasta jivas, in Vaikuntha, in the Parapyom, there are nitisiddha. And when, and it is that ma sankarshan who, whose kala, whose partial manifestation is Mahavishnu. Hmm? 
and he manifests to Tasta Shakti that are conditioned. Hmm? But besides the liberated and the conditioned to Tasta Shakti, hmm? you understand the problem? To Tasta Shakti could be liberated, could not be liberated. If Krishna's existence was dependent upon the Tatasta Shakti, there could be a problem. Do you understand? But to be dependent in the way I'm speaking about it upon the Sarup Shakti, well then no problem. Hmm? Hmm? And what life in the Leela constitutes is coming fully under or being imbued, Tatasta Shakti Ji being imbued with this Swarup Shakti, that Bhakti is the essence of. So there's Mahatmas, great souls, and they move in the world, Daivim Prakriti Mashrita, under the shelter of this Swarup Shakti. So there are two currents in the world, the world of kar- the current of karma and the current of Bhakti, and they have no beginning. Why? Why? <laughs> you can't say they have no beginning because of no beginning. Because the world has no beginning. Hmm. Right? Hmm. world has no It's compared to the breath of Vishnu, so when did that begin? <laughs> Hope it didn't have a starting point. Hmm. It could be a problem. Hmm. It has no beginning. Well, what, what, what's the basis of the world? I mean, we, it, we, it, it's ignorance, avidya. Hmm. You say, I'm concerned about the suffering in the world. Okay. Hmm. Now we'd like to end the suffering. Our reply is that's that's noble and a good idea. Hmm? And if so, then you want to invest yourself, your energy, and your time in such a way that you can bring about the most end the suffering in the most comprehensive way. You, you got various choices of what you can do. You could, you know, join the Peace Corps or something, or you know, UNICEF, or you know, you could. Open the soup kitchen. Some people are suffering from hunger. You could become a doctor and think. You know, it, was, it used to be a noble, noble cause. Uh, to a big pharma. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, uh, different ways we can approach the matter. And Vedanta is also concerned about ending the suf- ending the suffering. Hmm? And it's it's it it concludes that the root of suffering is avidya, ignorance. Hmm? After all, if attachment, as Krishna says in the Gita, is the womb from which suffering is born, hmm? you're gonna and you can understand. I'm attached to something. Well. I may be attached to it, but I don't have it, so I'm suffering. <laughs> and then I have it, and it might go away. I mean, it will go away. Hmm? So, and when it's gone, or even the thought that it's, it, it, might, it might go away, I'm suffering. I'm giving a kind of anxiety kind of explanation of, of suffering that pervades the world of fear and anxiety. So, looking at it in a broad context, we say, the root of all suffering is ignorance. Now, the question is, of course, from the Western mind, where does ignorance come from? What's the source of ignorance? Right? What's the source of ignorance? 
So now you tell me, what's the source of ignorance? Do you, do you, let me ask you, you want to answer? So I'll ask you. I'll ask you, let me ask you this question. Do you, do you, are you, um, do you know um, Swahili? Are you ignorant of the language? Okay, so you have Swahili ignorance, right? When did it begin? That's right. So there is no beginning to ignorance. Think about it. There is no beginning to ignorance. Just let that bounce between your ears a little bit. And go down. It's okay. I found the source of all problems. Don't have any doubts. Now just now to uproot it. Hmm? Let's just work on that now. Hmm? You've got to tell this to your Western mind. Hmm? Hmm. So, Bhakti, embodying the Mahatma, moving under that Srup Shakti that, that Bhakti is constituted of, has great power to remove the ignorance, hmm? which manifests in terms of action. Hmm? what we call karma, right? Hmm. Taking from the environment, thinking by adding something on by acquisition, I'll become full because I'm feeling empty. Hmm. This is karma. So that's one force in the world. And the world has no beginning and karma has no beginning, obviously. If there was a world, material world without karma, well, it wouldn't be the material world, right? Right. So... Along with karma, beginning with karma, is bhakti in this world. There are always sadhakas in this world. Hmm? That's Krishna comes to the world for them. He can't bear their separation any longer. He comes for them. And as a byproduct, his leela is showcased, his teaching is given, and other people can become devotees. Right? Hmm? through the influence of his devotees and his descent and so on and so forth. So, when we come under the influence then of such devotees, then it's nice. And, and then we start to imitate them. We do the things that they do. When I went to, it's a long story, I won't go into it, but um, just before I joined the mission, I was uh, with some devotees in, in, in Miami, in Coconut Grove, on my way to Jamaica to live in the mountains of Jamaica and meditate my life away. And so <laughs> it was, I was over at a crash pad, as we used to call them in those days, in Miami overnight. And the next day I was going to go. So anyway, I ended up on San Kirtan, and Hall- it was New Year's Eve, with the devotees in Miami and they took me back to this coconut grove and I stayed in a tent and there and um, so in the morning of course we got up and um, I asked uh, one of the devotees I said you know why do you uh, why do you shave your head which wasn't the most popular thing in those days Hmm? 
And he said, because Prabhupada does. Which like, you know, I don't know, that was a, maybe not a good answer, but I thought it was a really cool answer. I thought, I really like that guy, Prabhupada. You know, I, I, they really, I like that. They love him. They love him. So they do like, they act like, he shaved his head, they shave his head. They shave their head. I, I thought that was really like, wow. <laughs> That's a good answer. <laughs> it was kind of the heart of you know the sadaka because he, he's a he or she's a devotee in practice, an apprentice. Hmm? His bhakti is not fully manifest in his or her heart, driving his hear his or her hearing and chanting and so forth. But the example hmm, of another and the prospect that we see in such a sadhu. Whose bhakti is contagious. This is powerful, driving. And from him or her, we learn about the philosophy, which then uh, serves to strengthen our faith. Right? Shastriya Shraddha, arguments from the other side to support a, a, a courageous adventure and pursuit, to go against the current of the world. Hmm. Right. I mean, if you were to, if you were to, what is it? Tune in, turn on, and drop out. Well, joining the Hare Krishnas was like, you guys really did it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> wow, that's way out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> to go against the current, very uh, um, courageous, and. By that example, and then then to strengthen one's resolve, right, mm-hmm. through the through the teaching and so forth, and so this is uh, driving the practice. In this sense, we've received grace and the opportunity, and and in the context of the we received impressions, also, mm-hmm. um, some scars, mm-hmm. because that devotee is moving under the diving prakritim. The divine energy, in a certain what's moving him or her, difficult to understand the Vaishnava, what what's motivating, driving him or her. It's that divine faith in him, and it's mature. So whatever he or she is doing, it's not the force of karma that's driving this. So. If you associate with people who are driven by a, put by a mode of nature, tamaguna, well, you're going to become tamasic. There's a good likelihood for it. You're going to get impressions like that. Hmm? If you grow up in that kind of a situation or, or another situation, a sattvic situation, you're going to have those kind of impressions and those type of tendencies and so forth. Hmm? So as the Maya Shakti influences us and, and nourishes our nature, we have a nature, as I say sometimes, that lends itself to nurture. Hmm? So we're somewhat our identity and sense of self is environmentally based. We have a nature, it lends itself to nurture. If we're nurtured by the Maya Shakti, well, here we are. We've got a biological and psychological sense of self, and it's constituted of the gunas, and this is Maya Shakti's providing. It's a sea of potentialities. We interacted with it and got a response. 
if we now we now we are interacting with the spiritual world. Hmm? Vidura. Hmm? What did he say? Yudhisthira, I should say. Vidura wanted to go on Tirthyatra. Noble uh, um, course for a sadhu to visit holy places was that Yudhisthira. Yudhisthira could not bear the idea of the separation of Vidura. Yudhisthira Maharaj Kijai. Hmm. And what did he say? Bhavad Bidha Bhagavatas Tirtabhuta Svayam Bibhu Tirtikuvanti Svantastenagadabrita. You are a Tirtha. You are a holy place. Hmm? Wherever you go, you carry the Lord in your heart. Hmm? If you go to a holy place, the Bhagavatam says, and you don't associate with the sadhus, you, you, you never went there. Hmm? It's like, I went to India. Where did you stay? In a five-star Hilton. <laughs> okay. And there was a McDonald's downstairs, too. <laughs> oh, you didn't go there. Hmm? By Sangha. By association. So, whom you associate with, be careful. You'll be influenced. Right? Hmm? So, we're, so, we're influenced in ways that we don't know yet. We're influenced with basic enthusiasm, faith for, for bhakti, for Krishna, and, uh, and uh, uh, gradually, gradually, we, we, we practice, we hear, and our conception is refined. Hmm? What well, we thought it was, that's a little different than, I, than I, what I thought it was. Oh, in any case, keep joining. Continue to join. <laughs> oh, it's like that. Okay. Well, I thought it was okay. And we have to be open to that. Hmm? Open hmm? to learn what it is. Hmm? And, and and the medium, the, the primary medium is the sadhusanga, and that will fuel our practice, and that will inspire us for sadhusanga if we do it right, and so forth. So, so this is sadhana bhakti. Hmm? It's bhakti in practice. It said bhakti performed with the senses. Hmm? Was that verse? Kriti Sadhya Babad Sadhya Perform with the senses. When it mean, when, when Rupa Goswami says bhakti perform with the senses, what does he mean? He means that the emotive factor of bhakti is not the driving force. So we have will as a jiva so we, we we have we have received some grace and opportunity. So we exercise our will in relation to that, and that we call we call it bhakti in practice. He's practicing bhakti, hmm. Hmm. practicing bhakti, just like you can practice football or you can play football, hmm. right? And when you practice, well, there's not a big crowd and everything. <laughs> But when you play, it's really uh, it's, it's happening. <laughs> now I'm in the stadium and everybody's watching, and wow, and all the emotions and so forth. It's not how far or fast the ball goes, but it's how people feel about it. Right? That's what, the rasa of it all. That's what it's about. Hmm? 
in the practice, not much rasa there. <laughs> Even if you make a great catch, well, you know, it was practice. <laughs> so every now and then, in our practicing life, we get some abhas, some shadow of what it's about. Oh, that's very exciting. Baba Bhakti means the whole practice, or the, the, the what was constitutes the practice in terms of action, hearing, chanting, for example, archan, and so forth. Now it's being driven by emotion, hmm? by spiritual emotion. So the ingress of the sarup shakti, that is bhakti, has now become very uh, intense, hmm? made ingress into our lives. It's a now imbued with bhakti. And and now it, that particular combination of the samvit and the ladini hmm? is starting to manifest and so the object of my love krishna and his particular qualities corresponding with not the influence i'm under hmm? and it becomes clear it's as much mrs mayesh today but uh, this uh, hmm? right and then in, in the stage of ruchi and sadhana bhakti nadanam najanam nasundarim kavitam bhava hmm? i don't have any any desire for anything in this world under the jurisdiction of the Paramatma, who is my source, hmm? who manifested the world to give me facility to get out. And that's his, his motive. If he had any motive, out of love, that's a loving motive. Hmm? Hmm? Can't get out, sleeping in Susupti. Wake up, take a body, deal with the karma, and come in touch with bhakti, and... And he'd ready to let you go. Hmm. Right? In Ruchi Bhakti, and no desire for these things of the world and no desire to get out of the world. Hmm. If you ask, how many lives will it take hmm, when you stop worrying about that hmm, in that life? Mama Janmani Janmanishvare, he said. But I have some desire. Babatad Bhakti Rahitakitui. I have a desire for ahaitiki bhakti. Ahaitiki bhakti means bhakti has no ahaitiki. It has no hetu, no cause. Hmm? I have only desire for bhakti. Hmm? Then that will is operative. Hmm? Just like our will in this world in relation to the sea of potentialities will create certain events in our life or be a factor in those events. So we have a certain current of influence of bhakti that we're under and then in higher stages of bhakti and ruchi the will is there but now the will is functioning really only in relation to the sarup shakti. Hmm? Like the rays of the moon is now coming into my life. Hmm? So then I will desire in accordance with the influence I'm under and the particulars then of my identity hmm, in relation to the object of love will start to start to take take shape. Ruchi, Asakti, Bhava Bhakti. Hmm? And now bhakti proper, right? So there's sadhana bhakti, there's bhava bhakti, and when we churn the bhava bhakti, an internal type of culture, it's churned into into prem, hmm? right? 
then Sarup Siddhi, and so on. One takes birth in Lila. So there are three divisions. Rupa Gosami, in the, the section that the question refers to, comes in the section under Sadhana Bhakti. And Rupa Gosami gives two divisions of Sadhana Bhakti. Vaidhi Bhakti and Rag Bhakti. The question is about Rag Bhakti. Hmm. But Rag Bhakti includes everything in, this, in, 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 in the Vaidhi Bhakti. Hmm. Pretty much. Which is hearing, chanting, remembering, archan, and so forth, all these things. Which will support the, the Shraddha, the faith. But the Shraddha is Lobamayi Shraddha. So it, it, it's, it's faith, but it has some eagerness in it for loving Krishna in Vrindavan because of that kind of sadhusanga you've had rather than Narayan and Vaikuntha in reverence. Hmm? Right? So, Rupa Goswami's section on Raghunuga Bhakti is ex- explaining this. And there, um, when he says, through sadhusanga we become interested in that ideal, so then we have some little tiny bit of he calls it lobha or ruchi hmm, taste for that hmm. and then we will cultivate knowledge of how to do it how the how that practices and one aspect of that is hearing and chanting about the associates of krishna in a systematic way hmm. and then what babu has asked about he says and then also worship serve uh, uh, in a in a, in a sadaka deha hmm, and a siddha deha hmm. seva sadaka rupena siddha rupena chatrahi hmm. so one thing about raga bhakti is shravanam this is beginning right to hear about those leelas of radha and krishna hmm, like Prabhupada gave the krishna book he said First read all nine cantos, then the tenth canto. But Prabhupada, why did you give us the Krishna book? Well, you know, to give some taste to get <laughs> what it's all about. <laughs> Just a little taste. That's how he looked at the Krishna. That's how we replied to that question. <laughs> a little taste. Motivate you. Get better get reading those nine cantos. <laughs> One of the very powerful angas of bhakti that Rupa Goswami highlights is Bhagavat Shravan, hearing the Bhagavatam. And Jiva Goswami says, that means a tenth canto. Hmm? So you can see that what they're, they're pushing us in, in that direction for, for Braj Bhakti. Hmm? Not, not reverential love of God, with intimacy. Hmm? So, uh, first hearing, Hearing what you hear, then you remember. Hmm? Learn, one one form of smaranam is to learn about how the leela works. Hmm? The 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 leela, the manifest leela in this world, has a chronological order to it more than the aprakat leela, hmm? right? And so you, you can study it and so forth. So, and, 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 and this is hearing. Hmm? This is one thing. Serving, is a, that's for more advanced. Hearing about the Leela is one thing. Serving in the Leela, that's another thing. You can't do 
the latter before sufficiently doing the former hearing understanding how the leela works and so forth and good association then as we were saying i think the other night then some some in due course some inclination would come i'd like to do that i would play my that part right there it's very inspiring to me and it's and it corresponds with the influence i'm under from sadhu sangha and so forth and this is how so that comes later hmm? that means siddharupena chatrahid served also in the siddharupa siddharupa is a meditative body hmm? this is a super subjective realm hmm? that we're talking about hmm? it's a meditative realm it's only in the mind <laughs> but the mind in, over, overridden by sarup shakti hmm? right so uh, but he says and as the question is about along with the siddha rupa there is a sadaka rupa sadaka rupa means the practitioner's body remember sadhana bhakti bhakti in practice there's a practitioner's body and there's ways in which the practitioner's body functions in terms of bhakti by hearing and chanting wearing the tilak hmm? decorating the body with the tilak and and so forth hmm? these type of things right hmm? and as we apply ourselves appropriately hmm, in the sadhaka day which basically means here's a day a body it's made up of senses the senses have a tendency to be drawn to sense objects Your senses are drawn to sense objects. You like some. You don't like others. What's happening? I like that. I don't like that. I like that one. I don't like that. Hmm? What's happening? And you're forming an I. Hmm? Who are you? Oh, she's the one who likes this. Hmm? He's the one who doesn't like that and go down the list you are your likes and your dislikes hmm? which is all based on uh, your senses responding to sense objects in different ways hmm? you understand hmm? this is our identity hmm? materially speaking hmm? it's how it's constructed hmm? in, in neuroscience and science of mind they're looking for where is the eye this is where it is. It's where it comes from. It's false. We agree with them. They think it is. They're looking for some mechanism in the brain for it. So there's a false, false ego, false sense of self, right? And in sadhana bhakti. The essential idea is that your senses, you bring them in touch with sense objects, but not to foster a material identity. And the way not to do that is to bring your senses in touch with sense objects for the pleasure of Krishna. Hmm? Therefore, Chaitanya Charitamrita says what? Pantajikijai. Right? He says that attachment, uh, priti, or 
desire, vancha, desire for the sense objects, that's kama. And when we have desire to employ the sense objects in the service of Krishna, that's prema. Turn it around. So the art of sadhana is to control the senses and the mind in this way. That's a task. Now you have to work on that, hearing, chanting, and so forth. And as we do that successfully and proportionately, then an internal identity is going to arise. That's called the Siddharupa. So we make some effort in relation to the opportunity that's come before us in bhakti and and in sadhana bhakti it seems like it's more effort than it, than it is grace but of course we couldn't make the effort without the grace and the opportunity and, and so on and so forth. Um, and really what we're doing is making an effort to get more grace. That's what we're doing, making an effort to get more grace. That's, that's the effort in bhakti, different from the effort in yoga or gyan. Make an effort to, to get more grace. So, as as I say, as this sadhaka day is spiritualized, so to speak, then this siddharupa, internal meditative self, in which you can participate in that meditative land, You hear and chant. The hearing chanting causes smarnam, deep smarnam. In the smarnam, the meditation, the siddharupa manifests. And then in that meditative body, you hear and chant. What kind of kirtan is that? <laughs> you do kirtan to, to bring about Meditation, kirtana prabhavi, smarana svabhavi. Hmm? The svabhav, this siddharupa arises. Hmm? And then, and as it, as of course, this is a gradual thing, so you get good advice from your guru. Hmm? Not like that. Stay within the parameters. It must be, you make sure that your thoughts are within the parameters of what constitutes bhakti rasa and so forth. Anyway, so. By the hearing and chanting, this meditation comes about naturally, and then in the meditative body, there's hearing and chanting. Rama Rama Mahabaho. Who are you, Ram? You're the older brother. Mishoda says that you're very powerful and always says that you should protect Krishna. But <laughs> what have you ever done? Krishna is killed. Bakasur and Vatsasur and Agasur and so and, and what have you done? Nothing. Hmm. You've got long arms, Mahabhahu, but hmm. what use are they? Hmm. Krishna says, well, there's an ass over there. You could try that. <laughs> Denuka. Hmm. Oh, this is... The ego of Balaram would be very, it's very aroused by this. And you are a Chatriya. 
You are the Vasudev, son of Vasudev. What have we seen from you? So, off they go, right? So, and Rama Rama Mahavahu. So, Kirtan there, in a meditative body. So, in that, to going there, then again, and this is what the question is about, how are we going there? We are following the, the, those residents of that realm in terms of how they appear here and conduct themselves and those who are following them in the Guru Parampara. So, with, for example, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is Krishna himself, hmm, Radha and Krishna combined, comes all of the associates of Radha and Krishna. Right? And among them, then, Rupa and Sanatan, Jiva Goswami, they set a very good example of how to conduct oneself in a sadhaka deha, hmm? in a practitioner's body. They chanted a prescribed number of rounds, they paid their obeisances around Gordon Hill, they worship the deity, they did all these things they were doing with their bodies, their senses, it's a, 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 the whole, all this very consuming, if you understand it properly, angas of bhakti, they are angas, limbs of bhakti, hmm? that are mental, that are physical, verbal, hmm? got you on every, you know, everywhere you go, hmm? angas of bhakti, you can do with, uh, perform with mentally, verbally, physically, hmm? comprehensive system, right? So they're uh, engaged in all of these activities. And amongst the associates of Mahaprabhu in particular, they set a very striking and uh, commendable uh, example for sadhakas to follow. Hmm? So by following the example of those sadhakas, hmm, as those, they are siddhas, but as they conduct themselves in the Sadaka Leela. Nadia Leela, the Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, is Sadhana Siddha Bhumi. It is a Bhumi, a place, a land, where Siddhas are playing the role of Sadhakas, doing Sadhana. Siddhas are doing Sadhana. Hmm? They don't know that they're doing, that their Siddhas doing Sadhana, because they're really playing the role. Hmm? Therefore, the things they say about themselves, they feel, and, 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 and I'm very fallen. They act like sadhakas. Hmm? So they teach by their example. This is the arrangement of the lila. Hmm? Right? So, again, amongst those associates, Rupa and Sanatan, they're very good examples. Raghunathas Goswami, Jiva Goswami. Hmm? And so general rule and in the commentaries you'll find in this section which is what Bruce's question is referring to uh, uh, they are cited in the commentaries as by like Vishwanath Chakrati Thakur who was a later Acharya century later so, the example of the founding Acharyas who the Shastra Gurus who wrote the, the Bhakti Shastras for us their commentaries on the greater body of the texts are our own scriptural canon and uh, define us as a sampradaya and so forth. So we follow what they say, what our credibility derives from 
representing them. If we contradict them, then our credibility comes into question. Hmm? Right? So, following them. Now, hmm, the question is, hmm, and it required an explanation, as you can see, <laughs> the question is that some devotees in our sampradaya, our sampradaya, of course, is really about uh, the extraordinary uh, moment in Krishna Leela, in which Krishna, Krishna's identity as Rasagya, the knower of Rasa, Rasaraj, the king of Rasa, comes into question in his own mind, right? Because he sees during the Rasa Leela that Radha's love her experience of rasa exceeds his own. So this causes some kind of crisis for him, existential crisis. Hmm? Yeah. But he's very clever and insightful, so he realizes, no, I am God. All the scriptures say that, so I must be. Hmm. But so what it makes her the way she is, which makes her attractive to me, is that she sees something in me. It's in me, but I can't see it. Hmm? She can see it from her vantage point. I cannot, but she can from her vantage point. Hmm? So I am Rasaraj, and I am, it's all in me, but, but to fully taste that, hmm? she's doing, hmm? and I, should, I need to step into her shoes to experience the fullness of myself. Wow, what a theological moment. Hmm? It's such a high theological idea. It's like, does God exist or not? This is the theology of like most <laughs> religious traditions. This is like, God's wondering if he exists, if he's God. <laughs> Questioning, wow. And don't let the yogis hear about this. Or the religious people be a problem. Hmm? Therefore, Goloka is a hidden place. What goes on there? What's happening with God's life there? You don't want to tell the, the, the general public. Hmm? Hmm? If you do, that'll be a revolution, right? And you know, then you need a whole sampradaya to come up with many books. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> he is like that, but he's still God for you here in this way. Narayan is there. This is one of his forms. It's okay. Hmm? Everything's all right. Uh, so, so that's our our sampradaya, and we have our founding acharyas, Rup, Sanatan, Jiva, Samadhi, and so forth. Hmm? And they set a very good example. They were writing the books. There are other associates of Mahaprabhu. They weren't writing books, and they weren't setting examples. Pundarik Vidyaniti is a is a is is an example of someone who wasn't setting an example. He was just in his bhava, you know, couldn't follow his example, right? So, um, by following what they do in their perfected sadhaka dehas with our sadhaka deha, then the siddha deha will, will arise. This is the way. But now the question is, since this sampradaya has its genesis, as I just explained, in the rasa lila, in the adi rasa, madhuri rasa, hmm? then what Krishna Chaitanya, Krishna Chaitanya is Krishna trying to taste the fullness of Madhurya Rasa. 
Hmm? So obviously this is central to the whole sampradaya, right? But when Krishna wants to do something, then Ram will like to help him, either directly or indirectly. Now in Krishna Leela, Ram cannot directly help Krishna, Balaram cannot directly help Krishna in his rendezvous with Radha. Because hmm? he's the older brother, because Yasoda has charged him with being looking after his behavior and so forth. So he, he stays out of the way hmm? so that it can go on. Hmm? I mean, Balaram is reporting on Krishna. If Krishna eats dirt, he's going to report her. Report him, right? If Krishna goes with gopis, he's not going to report that. Mm-hmm. He's let it, that. That's going to go on. It's not that he doesn't know about it. What to speak? Not knowing about it. Knowing about it. He's there in the form of a be- flower bed <laughs> in the bowers, in the, in, in the kunja. Hmm? People say, oh, Nityananda Balaram, he should be able to taste Madhurya Rasa. At least in Mahaprabhu's dispensation, when he comes as Nityananda Prabhu, so he must have a gopi form. <laughs> He's already there, as the bed, as the pillow. He's present in his own way, in the context of his own rasic constitution, which is a, which is sakya rasa, and also bundled together with dasya and vatsalya. He's already there in his own way. Don't try to make him into a gopi. Hmm? No. So, so when he is serving indirectly, so to speak, in the Brajadila, but the special opportunity that he is afforded in Gorlila is that he can be out front about it, helping Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna, in the form of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, taste Madhuri Rasa. Hmm? So when Krishna comes for this, Balaram is coming with him as Nityananda Prabhu, and boldly declaring to focus yourself on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? He's giving the Gopi Bhav, everybody. Go associate with him, serve him. Bhaja Gauranga, Kaha Gauranga, Laha Gauranga, Namure, Yejana Gauranga, Bhaja Seyamra Pranre. If you think I'm I'm good association, I say this. Hmm? Worship Goranga, chant Goranga's name, follow his teachings, and you'll be, and you will purchase me. Hmm? I will be purchased by you. Hmm? He started the whole sampradaya like this before the Goswamis wrote any books, and he had some associates, and this is what the question is about. Dwarasugopals, hmm? Abhiram Thakur, Goridas Pandit, Udarandat Thakur, and so forth. Hmm? Twelve Gopals. Uh, these are now not Gopi associates of Radha and Krishna, but cowherd boy associates of Krishna and Balaram. They come in Gorlila with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda Prabhu. They are the, particularly the close associates of, of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? So while Chaitanya, while they started the Sampradaya, they started initiating and so forth. Hmm? And so there's also this current in our Sampradaya of Sakirasa. Hmm? Some people will will catch that current by association. Prabhupada is a good example, right? Powerful example of this. Hmm? And he worshipped Udarandatta Thakur as a child, hmm? one of the Dvatasa Gopals. Hmm? 
His family would take an annual pilgrimage there. They were part of the descendants of the mercantile community. Probably was a, was born in, in a family that was that were descendants of the mercantile community that was particularly focused on and blessed by Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And widely spread uh, the Namsan Kirtan in Bengal. Hmm? So the question of Babru is, if someone is touched by this current hmm, as an ideal and would, would like to become a gopa, hmm, who should he follow in terms of an example of a sadhaka? Should he follow Rupa and Sanatan? Hmm? Or what about these associates of, of Nityananda Prabhu? So they, but but the question is, he's asking the question I think because sometimes they're reported to have acted in very strange ways, hmm? right? Like like almost like they were coward boys. Hmm? Sometimes there's there's descriptions of them wearing peacock feathers and and they're like their bhava, internal bhava is showing up on their sadhaka deha, hmm? so powerful. Hmm? So maybe they shouldn't be. Examples. Then I will follow the example of Rupa and Sanatan. Hmm? Now, among the associates of Mahaprabhu, whether it be the six Gosamis, the Dwarasa Gopals, hmm, they're all in Gorlila, right? Question is now, what is their relationship with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda Prabhu? Hmm? They are all in Dasya Bhakti, Dasya Bhav. Hmm? How? So, for example, Goridas Pandit who is Subal Saka, one of the Dwarasa Gopals, he was told by Mahaprabhu to carve deities of myself and Nityananda Prabhu and worship. And this is the first worship of Gornatai. So these Dwarasa Gopals, in particular Gordas Pandit, brought Gornatai deity worship to the world. Gordas Pandit Ji Kijai. Hmm? And he worshipped them, as we do with some, with Indasya Bhav. That's how we worship the, the, the deity, right? Hmm? And the guru, hmm? so they all they all had. I'm sure, sometimes the deity would show themselves with Krishna Balaram. Hmm? Sometimes he would, in his absorption in his dasyabhav in Gaur Leela, he would he would be uh, transported into Krishna Leela, right? And see his deities as Krishna Balaram, and then come back. Right? This is the this is the thing about Gaur Leela. You cannot be involved in Gaur Leela and not be involved in Krishna Leela. I don't think that's possible. Be involved in one Gorlila and not in Krishna Lila. Hmm? Gorlila is all about worshiping Krishna Lila. So, so, uh, so whether we follow the Dwadasa Gopals, for example, in their in terms of their example, which we have to talk about, or the example exemplary example of the Goswamis, with regard to Krishna Gorlila, we are all on the same Rasik page. Dasibhav. Worship in Nadia, live in Vrindavan. Hmm? Right? So no, y- yes, you should you should follow the example of the Goswamis, but the Dwarasa Gopals did not set a different example. Sometimes their transcendental transcendental eccentricity did reach a very extraordinary pitch. That's a fact, and there are some descriptions of them hmm, that uh, 
had to be recorded. They were so extraordinary. Hmm? But the overriding description of them, at the same time you find in Bhakti Ratnakar and other, other texts, is that they were setting a, a perfect example of as asadikas, doing Nam Sankirtan. Open, they opened the preaching centers, all of them. Hmm? And uh, it is said, uh, for example, Udharandatta Dutta was a great scholar, but he didn't have time to write any books. He was so busy doing Nam Sankirtan, village to village and so forth. If you look at the picture, the photo, there's a there's a drawing. I think it's like it's not a photo, but a drawing of Udharandatta Thakur. Have you seen it? There's a famous drawing, and it's preserved in in his birthplace there, worshipped there. There he has shaved head, tilak, in all the right places, and so forth. So if we look carefully at the literature, we see there were some moments in which they they set a, 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 their bhava, internal bhava, their siddharupa showed up. But by and large, they set a very good example for sadhana and conducted themselves just like the Goswamis were. Hmm? So, yes, you can follow Udharandatta Thakur, for example. Hmm? But you'll be doing the same thing hmm? that Rupa Goswami is doing or Jiva Goswami is doing. Of course, they're doing the same thing, but they're under different different bhavas. But when it comes to, to Gaurila and the Sadhakadeya, the practice is, is, is of hearing and chanting. So it's the same. Does that answer your question? Okay. Right. It's good to ask. Yeah, well, you know, the, those some of those uh, uh, extraordinary activities, like I say, how could you not write about them? Hmm. But, but it's not that they were 24 hour a day like that. <laughs> More in the norms, they were setting a perfect example. I mean, extraordinary things like riding on the backs of tigers and and so forth, uh, things that you couldn't do. So obviously, you don't follow that example. So here we are. I've talked so long that we've gone into the dark. <laughs> Everything has become dark. Hadibo. Sadhguru Gopal ki jai. Sadhguru Sami ki jai. Gorlila ki jai. Krishna Lila ki jai. Gor Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gor Premanandi. Okay, so Mahaprasad ki jai. 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 Jai.